0: Hello. Welcome everyone. We should have people dropping in in the attendees list. I can see the numbers increasing there, which is absolutely fantastic. Welcome everyone that's joining us in the attendees list. Um, we really do appreciate you joining us. I'm joined here um, you know, with the Fleet Geeks and uh, I'm joined by Mr. Mike Vickers, Joe Collins and James Adcroft as per the advertising. We've got just so you know, I'm not sure if uh, Mike, James and Joe, you can see, but we've got 25 people so far and counting uh, in the attendees, which is really, really exciting. So I'm hoping I'm hoping you can all hear me okay. They're at the bottom of your screens, there should be a raised hand. So if you can hear me okay, please just raise your hand um, and confirm that you can hear me okay. Brilliant. Um, Fantastic. It looks like everyone can hear me okay. So thank you very much for joining us on this webinar around what is a transport manager worth. I'm sure a lot of you will have been quite interested in, in, in what that is and, and how we're going to approach that subject. So I've been very kindly joined, like I said, by Mike. Mike is uh Uh, a training uh, manager with us at Flagship Partners and help support the transport manager training. We've got Joe, who's an HR and ER specialist as well. and We've got James, who is a senior manager with a a large fleet. I'm going to come around to you guys to let yourselves give a a sort of introduction shortly. But one of the things that I wanted to do as part of launching Fleet Geeks as a free webinar, as an opportunity for transport managers to get CPD, which is Continuous Professional Development, within their job role and to help support them ensure that they perform professionally and perform well in their roles. We launched this webinar and we put the social post out and I'm not sure how many of you saw the post on Facebook but it, it just literally blew up with comments. We had comments from all sorts of people um and uh, it was, you know, absolutely incredible to see that we had many people inputting, you know, Transport managers weren't worth very much, which is quite disappointing to see people's points of view on that. Um, There was a lot around transport managers needing to have been a a driver first as well, uh, which is something that we'll touch on today. And there's actually a poll for people to to be able to vote on that as well. Um, If you do have any questions at the end of this session, there's going to be an opportunity to uh, ask via the Q and A button. So if you um, use the Q and A button uh, to add any questions for any of us, uh, please do put that in there and we'll help field those towards the end of the session. We're going to give about 30 minutes of content and then we'll have the opportunity for any questions and answers after that if we haven't answered uh, what, what you're looking for. Just a bit of an introduction to Fleet Geeks then, it's a it's a new uh, concept that Flagship Partners have launched, um, essentially bringing free webinars, networking and the podcast as well, opportunities for transport managers to be able to develop themselves and support their professional development in their role. And, this webinar itself we're going to be hosting them on a a monthly basis and then we're going to have open networking as well so in this in this webinar there won't be an opportunity for attendees to be able to speak we're up to 30 people now which is really really exciting so thanks for popping by and listening in Um, and uh, we're going to be having networking where you're going to be able to build your network we think it's really really important to give people that opportunity to be able to build their network so I'm going to just introduce the rest of the guys most of you will know me Pete Rushmore the founder of flagship partners Uh, I'm a support manager myself and i also support companies via consultancy services as well um, and i've also got a, a, a safety degree too so we do we do some safety work at flagship uh, first of all i'm going to go over to joe uh, joe is our hr specialist joe are you able to just give a quick introduction please
1: yeah yeah um hi everyone feeling a little bit nervous this is uh, my first go at this thanks for that pete um so um Qualified to level five with CIPD. Um, Currently, as Pete said, sort of an ER specialist, sort of anything people related, uh, regardless of what it is uh, I deal with. Um, Currently um, dealing with a a different, a couple of haulage companies, all that are different. So obviously my knowledge is really um, having to step up. And recently through flagship, I actually did the CPC course as well which was a real eye-opener and it gives me a good understanding of what you guys go through as transport brilliant, managers
0: brilliant joe thank thank you very much for dropping by at this lunchtime to help support us as well um yeah. next up uh james could i invite you to introduce yourself please people who have listened to the half dozen things podcast will have heard from james previously who is a brilliant guest and gave a fantastic podcast uh, thank you for joining me again james over to you
2: a uh, pl- pleasure. Uh, f- thanks, Pete. Thanks for inviting me and, and, and great to see everyone. Um, yeah, so hi, I, I, I'm I James. Uh, I am a transport compliance manager for a, a, a large own account operator in the UK. So we run about four and a half thousand. We have about four and a half thousand heavy goods vehicle drivers, about 22,000 van drivers. That's a fleet of assets on heavy goods of some six and a half thousand combination of of units and trailers, probably six and a half thousand assets overall, about five and a half thousand vans on the road. Um, uh, What's that? They're operated by about 170 managers, 70 driver trainers, so it's a reasonably substantive fleet um this is own account uh the, the transport managers are all internal transport managers so it's a very it's a corporate structure uh and my role is to make sure that that team and that that that, that infrastructure that i just described uh remains compliance from a legal perspective uh, and and from a corporate perspective make sure that we remain at the forefront of legislative change and influence that change where we can
0: yeah. brilliant. Thank you very much, James. And I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy, busy schedule, um, as well as uh, as well as the attendees. You've got, obviously got a very, very busy schedule and and, and lots of vehicles to ensure a safe and compliant. So uh, thank you very much for popping by uh, Not last, but by, by no means least, over to Mr. Mike Vickers, who uh, helps me host the Fleet Geeks podcast. Mike, over to
3: you. Thanks very much, Pete, and uh, welcome, everybody. It's fantastic to see. It's got 35 now. I'll keep watching that now. I can't keep my eyes off it. So uh, yeah, Mike Vickers. I've um, I've been in the industry since 1900 and frozen to death. Um, I left school at uh, at the ripe old age of 15 and became an apprentice uh, fitter, HTV and PSV fitter. Um, and I, I sort of, you know, like most people in our industry, and I'm sure this will resonate with the, with the, with the people on the on the call. But um, you kind of um, it, transport is, is it finds you, you don't find it, uh, and so does transport management. So I I, I sort of ventured into transport management. Um, by starting off doing somebody a favour for a couple of weeks but ended up as a couple of years and so on and so forth. So as a transport manager and latterly a fleet manager, there's a subtle uh, difference between the two of them, um, I finally found my true calling in life when I started training uh, about six years ago. And uh, I've been up until very recently, I've been training uh, all the future transport managers through the uh, transport manager certificate of professional competence. uh, with uh, Logistics UK, and I joined Pete and the team uh, in uh, in January, at the back end of January, to carry forward that into the work that we're looking to do at Flagship. So, uh, well, that's me, Pete.
0: Brilliant. Thank you very much, Mike. And you've taken time out. You're actually in the middle of delivering a transport manager CPC training course at the moment, um, aren't uh, you? I'll just give the <laughs> give Cheers. the
3: uh, give give the uh, the participants a view of this. Yeah, I've got a I've got a group of people upstairs. Uh, who, we, we we're on the day we day today we call Pig Day. So the delegates will learn today how long it is between uh, you can transport pig without giving them water. So we're on day number, uh, number six of a 10-day of a course, so they're, they're upstairs. <laughs> That's a
0: great question then. So to the attendees, how long are you able to transport a pig for without giving it water? <laughs> There's a good question. It's part yeah. of the Transport Manager CPC. Yeah. Let's, have, let's have a bit of fun with that. Right, okay, thank you very much guys for joining us. And, and again, thank you attendees for taking a bit of time out. I know I know you're busy people. Um, what I'm gonna do initially is I'm gonna launch a poll. I've got functionality of a poll. So you'll see a poll, a poll launch on your screen now around what is your current job role. We're interested to survey that and see. So attendees, you'll be able to see that poll. We've got a couple for you during this session um, as well. So let's kick it off then. Um, Jill are oh, you have to offer the mortar. Okay, brilliant. Let's see, let's see uh everything come in. Yeah. Right. So um what is a transport manager worth? Or yeah, what is a transport manager worth? Who would like to kick off with that for me? Joe looks like she's frozen. Nope, she's back with me. Joe, have yeah, you done a bit of sorry, research? Have, have you going over to you first? Have you done a bit of research around various salaries according to the transport manager role?
1: Sorry, I'm having real trouble.
0: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you get your connection sorted, Jo. Um, how about over to you, James? I know that you employ a range of transport managers with a range of level of, levels of experience. So um it'd be interested to see um what how you value the transport manager role within a business and and certainly the experience that's been provided Mike Uh, James sorry
2: okay yeah sure thanks Pete. so uh, I guess it's it's about viewing worth in a couple of ways I I dare say there's a there's a a high proportion of the participants in today's uh, webinar who think about worth in terms of how much am i going to be paid Uh, and even within that then that's going to be broken down by probably two main categories you've got your internal transport managers and as you say the salary range there is going to be vast you know depending on the size of your fleet geographically where you are and and i I have a hint that you asked that that joe may have some numbers for us on that i'm I'm not sure but uh, we can talk around that if not but there's certainly a wide range in terms of an internal transport manager and then and then on the other side of that which is kind of closer to home to a lot of the stuff that i get involved with uh sitting outside of uh, remuneration is the the worth of a transport manager to the business so from my perspective what is a transport manager's worth to us from a corporate perspective and that's really significant so not that i'm not um thinking that the the, the remuneration piece isn't important to touch on today. Um, I I think it's really important to recognize worth in in, in, in a different way. What is the transport manager worth to the business itself? Obviously, their their worth is significant. It's it's not just about operational skill and and knowledge. Um, Sorry, it's not about operational skill and expertise, but it's about knowledge as well, isn't it? Um, That a transport manager is, is charged effectively in terms of, of fulfilling their undertakings with ensuring business continuity. It's quite unique in some respects is transport management in terms of that value of the individual, because um, let's have a think. If you if they give a company breach some employment legislation, then they could go to a tribunal and they can go up with some fines and a bit of bad press, not that I'm demeaning any of that, but that's where it goes. And it's kind of the same with health and safety legislation. You're going to breach some health and safety legislation. There's potential for a prosecution by the legislator and uh, by the regulators and some bad press and all of those things which are, you know, none of us want any of that. Um, But other than in extreme situations with the health and safety legislation, neither of those of our main, neither of those uh, kind of main legislative frameworks that govern our businesses have the same weight as the transport manager legislative piece, because if you breach that then the traffic commissioners can stop your trucks immediately, take your trucks off the road, stop your trucks from operating. So I think, from a business continuity perspective, transport managers have quite a, a unique worth and value in their business. So there's my starter for you. I've got there's other things, but how's that for a starter? Uh, I think that, I think mm-hmm. I think the real it's really unique is the transport manager role in that regard.
0: Yeah, absolutely, James, you're absolutely correct. And um, yeah, John, I've just seen his comment. It's up on my screen at the moment. We're all guilty of underplaying the value of a transport manager. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's very, very true. And I appreciate, James, you you, you coming in with that. Because Worth, the, the whole purpose of this webinar was to uh, explore the terminology of worth because we're very quick to think about a salary or a payment amount but until until a transport manager really values their worth and their experience and their impact on a business, only then are they able to uh, be able to ensure that they make a make a thorough contribution and uh, ensure that they're able to negotiate uh, a remuneration package which which suits that level of pay i get particularly frustrated i'm going to quickly dive in from an external transport management point of view and i've seen one of the comments pop in there about we move away from the number of vehicles to the to a day rate and placing a value on the day rate and experience I think that's ultimately very, very important and until people understand how to negotiate on value and and be able to negotiate on worth and the impact that they can have on the business and all of the things and educate people around or educate business owners around the worth of the transport management role, only then will we be able to properly be able to negotiate rates. Perfect. And and John, absolutely right. We should stop dissuading people from joining the industry. This is all part of that. We're looking to really raise standards and and increase promotion of our industry as well. Mike, I'm just going to come over to you now. Mike, tell me a bit more about your uh, opinion of worth and of transport manager's worth. I know that you see a varying array of transport managers coming into the profession or getting the qualification, and and sort of what roles that entails, and um, and potentially why they're using that that qualification when they come to train with you. Yeah, that's
3: it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a good good point, and and you know I see a variety of different people coming into the role for variety of different reasons. we've got the people that need to gain the qualification uh, in order to be named as a, as a transport manager on an operator's license, maybe they're owner drivers or, or maybe, uh, you know, in small businesses. Um, but we see a large number of people coming into uh, transport manager who, who, because it's the only, uh, as James said, it, it's a unique position really, isn't it transport manager, it's the qualification needed to practice as a transport manager is one of the only Places in one well, of the only occupations that I can think of where there's you know a legislative requirement for that uh, for that mm-hmm. competency to be tested. Um, you know what I can't you know, without that the sort of value of, of uh, um, you know what, what undermining these good people. But it's like doctors. We are we have. A, I always say to people it's a license to practice. A license to practice as a transport manager, and, and that's how. we, But it is the only available qualification at the moment that gets us there so i'm seeing a lot of people coming through for the very purposes of needing to be named on an operator's license um, which is what the legislation writes us as Uh, but i'm also seeing a lot of people who use it as a a course of career step uh, and a way of moving into a a higher role within the business so those people when they when they qualify you know you can't really put a price on that qualification uh, what will this get me what will I be able to get with this qualification uh, and the answer to that isn't isn't always as simple so that that's my starter uh, for 10 I think it, you're you're absolutely right you know value we've got to look at value as a as a, as a, a bit more holistically rather than just a, a number on a on yeah. a sheet of uh, paper
0: brilliant brilliant thank you very much Mike joe are you back online can I hear you I
1: am yeah good to have
0: you oh, back yes. Thank you.
1: And, 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 and,
0: you, sorry you have it's, an opportunity. it's
1: really in and out in and out in and out so okay, if you, you know if you can't hear me on
0: that's fine if we if this is the nature of zoom if we lose you then we lose you and i'll, I'll just pick up i've it's it's not it's not my first rodeo you know so it'll be fine right joe how about you know, I come me... back
1: with so much but i'm not gonna <laughs>
0: <laughs> brilliant um joe tell tell me a bit I, I know i did ask you to do a little bit of research talk talk to me about how businesses on a on a great grander scale just look outside of transport a minute what what constitutes the value of worth of a remuneration package for somebody based on the, their qualifications and their experience and how that role's valued and did you did you have a look at sort of the variation in different salaries that you've seen in the transport sector
1: yeah hopefully you can still hear me
0: yeah, we're, we're struggling there, Joe, to be fair.
1: I heard the, the importance um, of a transport manager. I mean, yeah, I did do some research and I was actually astounded. Yeah, okay, everyone keeps freezing, really sorry
0: no worries joe i'm gonna i'm gonna crack back on um no worries at all thank you very much and i'm waiting with bated breath as i'm sure the attendees are to hear exactly what you've got to say so maybe you're able to drop that in the chat for us instead um that that would be really really useful because you you do keep freezing so apologies about that okay so um i know that there's going to be a range of salaries that we we can discuss and i'm I'm sure joe's going to drop those in the chat shortly what i'm going to do we've had the poll results come in so in the audience we've We've got 31 responses, uh, 12 people are transport managers. We've got five that are training, uh, six that are company directors, and then we've got eight in the other box. So um, The large majority of you are existing transport managers, and some of you are looking to train. I'll be interested to hear in the chat box what sort of uh, salary expectations you have when you finish training. Um, I'm sure that's uh, quite delicate for some people, Um, but that's that's, uh, very interesting. I'm just going to release another poll for you. Uh, which is this one here, which is around what people in the audience think a salary is worth for a transport manager. So I've just put that in the in, in the chat there. Uh, people will have that come up on their screen for them to share. It'll be quite interesting to have that poll come through there. Um, obviously, worth is very much related to experience and the value that a transport manager can bring to an organisation. I'm just going to come back to you then, James, around what sort of... People listening, say if they're dissatisfied with their salary currently um, and the position they're in, what what do you think that people could look to do proactively to help generate a better income from being a transport manager, James? How can they help develop themselves?
2: Sure. Okay. So if we're we're talking about development rather than uh, negotiating a better salary, (laughs) which may not be my area of expertise, (laughs) then... Um, I mean, so so. What did, first of all, fundamentally, what, what you got to remember as a transport manager, and it was embedded uh, in the uh, statutory documentation from the Traffic Commissioners a couple of years ago, is that CPD is super important. Uh, it always has been, but as I say, that the Traffic Commissioners kind of embedded that in their requirements a couple of years ago, uh, such that a transport manager can't simply um, uh, complete their training with Mike, yeah, and that's it. Never do anything else. In terms of their ongoing development so there's now a, a, a requirement for transport managers to be doing things uh to to improve their um their knowledge and maintain their knowledge and, and and so not only is the requirement to do that but back to your question that is absolutely an excellent way of improving your worth the useful thing about transport managers is, is there's lots of kind of bolt-ons you can do whether that be uh dangerous goods is a good example developing your health and safety knowledge we all know that there's a lot of strings to a transport managers bow as well having uh some decent uh knowledge of employment legislation and health and safety legislation as well as uh, transport manager undertakings and i said maybe you want to do other things like like a dangerous goods uh, safety advisor um so doing all of those things learning some more of those things gaining some qualifications in those areas is always good if you've got a certification on paper um, I would say that then in terms of just doing stuff in terms of the day job which will increase your knowledge and increase your worth um uh, keeping up your knowledge of, of legislative change so super important is that uh, and, and I notice actually uh, that that really does distinguish some transport managers out there uh, if you rem- you can be as strong as you want operationally. But you need to maintain your technical background as well, because if you're providing a service to an operator, um, then you'll you'll come unstuck if you don't know what legislative changes are coming around the corner. That might be something really significant, like uh, what have we got this year? So the guide to roadworthiness will be updated this year. We've just seen some changes, and you will kind of small changes to the statutory documents um from the traffic commissioners. Uh, there's things like clean air zones and um uh, in London, we've got the direct vision standard last year. We've just seen PCN values change. We're going to see some more changes in that regard later in the year. We've just seen changes to the highway code. Uh, so keeping abreast of all that stuff is super important in not only maintaining, but increasing your value. And that, uh, so, and, and then perhaps mechanisms for doing that going and doing some regular training with people like Mike. and and, and I I mean, personally, I do drive a CPC every year. I don't drive a truck, but I do drive a CPC every year uh, with our teams because that's really good at keeping up your knowledge of what drivers are doing and what drivers are talking about. Um, Reading the trade press is another good one. Uh, Again, really underrated, I find, by transport managers, but don't get your... um, your knowledge of the industry from Facebook because Mm -hmm. there's there's more stuff out there that's more reliable so I would say subscribing to some trade press getting out to some conferences there are always lots of good conferences across the year to go to whether they be um, conferences from your um, your trade organizations like RHA, CILT, Logistics UK all do conferences throughout the year, which are good for transport managers. Uh, then there's industry conferences like go along to um, microlise conferences on every year, which is free. Uh, what else have we got? What's the big comm- commercial motor show? Commercial vehicle show. There we go. The CV show. Always good to attend. Lots of chats and talks going on in there um in the in the, in the corners as well as as well as meeting and greeting people around the industry so I would say, uh, to summarise that little session, uh, Pete, in answer to your question, uh, you can can set yourself aside, set yourself uh, above, uh, improve yourself, uh, the transport manager population by really keeping on top all of that technical stuff and that legislative change and local councils, what are they doing? What's affecting your transport operation as it hits the road every day and what's going to affect it in six months time? DVS is a great example, the amount of transport managers who didn't know that we got two years notice of the direct vision standard coming in and a year's notice of the extended ultra low emission zone in London and we had operators one and two months out suddenly realizing that they couldn't operate in our biggest city because they hadn't kept abreast of that stuff so transport manager who knows that is going to increase their worth.
0: Yeah, I, I, I totally echo your points there, James. I think there's a there's a whole wealth of industry specific opportunities to develop yourself out there. Um, certainly, before I move over to Mike and get some input from him, some of the things that I do. So I, I like to I like to explore outside of just the transport sector as well. So I we subscribe to the DVSA Moving On blog, the Traffic Commissioner announcements. So if you haven't subscribed to those, please do make sure you do those. The HSE is a really useful one as well, because you get emails straight into your inbox. They do newsletters, they do recent case studies, uh, recent situations. Um, I see that my internet's a little bit unstable, so hopefully you can hear me okay at the moment. Hopefully I've come back. so the HSE is really useful. The CIPD from an HR point of view, you can understand things a lot better uh, coming from the CIPD as well. There's some of the things we do. There's a lot of opportunity in commercial motor. I get a bit frustrated. Commercial motor is often largely ad- adverts and you're paying to be advertised to, um, but there is probably about two pages of real great value, which is usually the, the the synopsis from like recent applications, decisions, and, and public inquiries as well. Always worth having a look at those as well. Um, Mike, over to you. What 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 about yourself? How if if people are listening into this session and they want to develop their skills, where where would you suggest they go looking?
3: Well, absolutely. And I think uh, I think it's it's important that we develop ourselves as as people, as managers, not just in the transport uh, world. Uh, and James made some very very good points there about keeping up to date with legislation because you know it, it, you don't want to be the one that's caught out by legislation that you haven't seen coming. So a part of your role as a manager um, is to is to look at, you know look at the future and look at what's going to happen, look where you could possibly be affected. Absolutely echo that one hundred percent. So you, but to do that you've got to keep your, you've got to keep your, your sort of uh, name in the frame and you've got to keep pushing forward. So. All the things that have been mentioned there in terms of, you know, joint, obviously the, the, the most important uh, the network to join is our Fleet Geeks network and come and join uh, a growing sort of community of people. Um, I, I must admit, Pete, I was new to Facebook. I've never used Facebook until uh, you and I uh, became uh, became sort of friends. And, and um, looking at Facebook, it's a strange one, isn't it? It's The people on the Facebook groups uh, tend to be looking for. Uh, that golden loophole um, and always searching for that, you know, what they're looking for is somebody to tell them, somebody to affirm to them that what they're doing is either right or wrong. And there's so many different opinions on that. And uh, it's quite sad that we've come to it. You know, it's great that we've got these forums, but it's quite sad that we've come to this position where we're going to post something on social media um, because we believe we can get away with doing something in a certain way um but, but which is which is i think is, is rather rather sad. so um you know i think we the social media has its role but you know let's hope that we can get these communities going that that will, will enhance and be able to develop people in slightly different ways to that sort of somewhere in between a sort of official uh training sort of session and 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 learning on the job learning on the job somebody mentioned there that it's it's not a nine to five. So I didn't see that. because It's gone out the out the way now. So I can't see. So somebody mentioned. Apologies, but somebody mentioned it's not a nine to five job, is it? No, it is not a nine to five job that we do. So we can't say that we're worth you know, X number of pounds per hour because you know how many hours do we work as transport managers? Um, I remember starting at a company once as a transport manager, old well-established family business, and I said, What time do we? You know, what time do we start? What time do we finish? And uh, the the old director said, Well you know, when the first truck goes out and you finish when the last truck comes in, you know, and that was, okay, I get it. Uh, and that's how we're gonna work. So yeah, I think, come back to the, the, the original point there, yeah, developers as a person. James made a, a cracking point uh, about managers attending driver CPCs. Um, I had a really, really good session on, so first time I've done a, a driver CPC for a little while, I had a really, really good session on Saturday uh, with a great bunch of people And one of the things that they they kind of came out of that feedback I got was, do managers come on this course? Because if they don't, they should. And they're absolutely right, aren't they? When was the last time a transport manager sat in on a transport manager course? Because you'll learn not just the stuff you need to learn, but you'll learn about your guys and girls that are working for you. And and it's a really, really good place uh, to, to get in touch with those people and find out what the real issues are. Uh, beyond what we'd normally expect so uh, for me yes uh, that's a great point um, do as much as you can to develop yourself as a person as a manager uh, and uh, you know the rest will follow i believe
0: hi it's pete from flagship partners we're really proud to sponsor the fleet geeks podcast flagship partners offer a range of consultancy and training services to ensure that our customers remain compliant and have the best possible knowledge to be able to fulfill their work if you're interested in support with any of our safety hr or compliance services or you want to train to be a transport manager or need driver cpc training give us a call today absolutely brilliant mike thank you very very much um and i i echo what both of you have said i think that there's, there's two areas for us to look at as transport managers and i think it's very it's, it's, it's actually summed up in the title so you've got the transport which is the legislative elements the, the the law, uh, the different developments that are happening and staying ahead of that. And then you've got the manager side of it, which is the people side of your role, uh, being a good leader, being a good manager, developing those communication skills and all of the things that, that come there. Um, absolutely. So one of the things that the Fleet Geeks community, and I noticed uh, our tech support, I've just put the, put the uh, link in the group. If you're not part of the Fleet Geek community on Facebook, please do join it um, and get involved. We do agree that Facebook isn't always the best place to find the solution. We often say just reach out to one of us direct, that's no problem at all. Um, But what is good is it is useful to see some of the challenges other people are facing. In fact, I'll let you into a little secret. I find most of my podcast content from there. I think the idea for this webinar came from the Facebook groups because people are talking about how much do ETMs charge? How much should transport managers get paid? Because I then get to understand what people are looking for what they're interested in and what, what excites them. Um, so it's, it's a great opportunity for you to see where people are developing and often I learn things just by um, just by by looking on uh, on, on Facebook as well okay so one of the things i did want to mention as well whilst we're talking about development opportunities one of the things that fleet geeks is going to do which i believe is very revolutionary in the sector is we are looking to put together cohorts of eight to ten transport managers from different sectors and have some time together each month a couple of hours each month and we're going to do what's called a mastermind so we're going to share challenges share people challenges, share legislative challenges, and share best practice as part of that mastermind process. So I don't think that it's been done before and I see it as a really, really good opportunity for for people to get involved. So if you're interested, please do drop, drop me or drop Mike a line. Um, I'm certainly going to get James involved at some point as well to come and guest speak and and at these events i'll get guest speakers i'll get. You know you will have heard people on the half dozen things podcast that i've had come and join me who are very, very experienced and. and have a wealth of knowledge and we're going to look to introduce these masterminds, which I think is going to be a really, really great way of sharing best practice and, and learning from other industries because whilst I say that it's great for us to learn more from our industry I get a lot of value from listening to things like the high performance podcast where you listen to sports people or successful business people around the successes they have had and what they have. implemented and then and then look at that being able to introduce that into the role that we have as well, interestingly um Interestingly, the salary uh, expectations, I've just shared the poll. So those of you who were looking to join us as part of finding out what you should be paid, hopefully that's quite representative of what people's expectations are. If you can see the results of the poll there, we've asked 30 transport managers who have joined this call here from a range of roles. And there's there's, sort of one in one in uh, six, um, so a sixth of the transport managers think somewhere up to 35,000, um, nearly just over 40%. 36 to the 45 mark and then just over 40% are looking at 46,000 or above so that's quite a broad range of salary levels depending on experience depending on knowledge and obviously I think what that demonstrates is the more you professionally develop yourself if you're in that lower range for example of 25 to 35,000 pounds potentially which I would say is probably a starting point and you want to get up and over that 46,000 pound benchmark um, that is absolutely um, a a great opportunity for you to do that via professional development by sharing experiences and by sharing your understanding as well. So I hope that's been very, very useful. Um, So I've just got tech support sent me a message um, on the fly. Yeah, very good. Uh, Yeah, please, please do do that. That'd be fantastic. Thank you very much. Um, One of the things that I would just like to share with people uh, as a poll first whilst that's being set up is interestingly in the comments. In the comments we were told that transport managers should have hgv driving experience i'm very interested to hear the thoughts of people um as to whether they think that that is uh true um, from the audience i think it's a quite a complex question and do do the best drivers make the best transport managers i don't know I'll, let's put it over to the panel and see uh, uh see 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 what you guys think in the meantime whilst we're just having that poll raised and, and people are filling that out for us Um, Do you have any other input, Mike or James? Joe, are you back on the call? Are you able to put any input in? Are you you here?
1: So far, I'm here, and it's not cut out for about the last five minutes. So, um, yeah, I mean, just my input, obviously, I haven't heard all of what everyone's been saying. um, But just regards to a bit of research that I've been doing, now, average salaries um, are looking at between... 37 and 43 is kind of an average. Um, although I was quite alarmed, I did see one at 71,000 in Bedfordshire. So I don't know how big their fleet is or what's going on there. But you know that seems quite a lot of money for um, for the role. Um, but yeah, I just think you know with regards to um, a transport manager, I think it's important to you know realize that they don't just deal with the transport and the compliance you know they wear a number of different hats throughout the day you you know from one minute they could be dealing with the maintenance of vehicles that need doing are there any inspections to um, someone in their team coming to them with a wage query they've got budgets that they might have to uh, keep up to date with Um, recruitment how much of a say do they have in that and on top of all that they've got to motivate and encourage their team as well so I think I don't think uh, a transport manager um, is literally just about the vehicles and the planning of the routes if they've got a team behind them um, a good manager is never just about themselves in my opinion it's about the team so it's down to them to encourage and motivate them and there's also you know is there any succession planning Who's going to take over? Is there someone um, that's making noises that they want to leave? Who are you going to get to put in uh, that place? You know, look for your rising stars. Who is looking? Who do you think is going to be staying? Um, how well do you look after them? You know, uh, the training. How much training do you offer? Um, yeah, there's just. There's, I think there's just so much more in the background. Um, that a transport manager actually does. And I think it's just, and obviously, as we're all very aware of late, it's important to recognise people as individuals. Um, And so when you're thinking about the learning side of things, you know, some people are going to pick it up quicker. Some people are going to pick things up in different ways. So, you know, if you have a transport manager that's leaving, you know, chances are the transport manager that you've got coming in as a replacement isn't. Um, going to be the same. Um, but I think the mo- one of the most important things I think is to look after your team with everything else that you've got going on. Because I'm sure, you know, their heads bounce around like pinballs most of the day. Um, but the more you look after your people, the more they stay with you. And ultimately that gets your recruitment costs down.
3: Can, can I come in there? Joe's made- a, Thank you very much. If I can just drop in there, Pete. Joe's made a fantastic point there about succession planning. I get an awful lot of delegates on transport manager courses and I say to them, why are you here? Why are you you on this course? And they say, well, you know, I was sadly doing XYZ job and uh, two months ago, the transport manager who's been here for 15 years, 50 years, whatever it might be, has said, uh, suddenly turned around and said, I'm retiring. How old is that transport manager? Well, I don't know, they're in the mid sixties. Well, that's not a clue that we might be, we might be looking to, you know, that transport manager might not be going on forever. You know, um, transport managers do have to have a, a life outside of transport, and it, it, it might give you the clue that you might need at some point to replace that transport manager. So now that person who's now training, you know, we don't re- necessarily know they they needed to be in that or they wanted to be in that position, but they've just been told you've got to go on a transport manager course because we need you. Because, but that for business a business uh, could be a. Huge upheaval. We've had a transport manager doing it in a certain way for a certain amount of time, and now we're going to bring somebody else in uh, and do it slightly differently. So the, the message there to operators is, is that succession planning is so so important. But um, so that, that I think that was a cracking point about succession planning. Joe, I think that's very relevant.
0: Brilliant. Thank you very much, Mike, and thank you very much, Joe, as well, because I think one of the things I always, I'm in the middle of delivering a mental health in the workplace course at the moment, totally non-transport related. I am at a large family haulier delivering it, but I've got teams from the warehouse and all different parts of the business. And one of the things we're talking about at the moment is around uh, not only just well-being, but also the cost of people leaving a business and then re-recruiting and the impact that has negatively on a business. So retaining people is always the best policy, particularly if they're if they're good at what they do. OK, so uh, I've shared the poll. Uh, hopefully you all saw the results. Very interesting around whether a uh, transport manager needs to have been a driver previously. I would say it's almost 50-50, slightly more on the yes fence. Uh, quite a few people were on the no fence, and several were unsure. Uh, I see some comments coming in around that—a bit of rhetoric around. It helps with understanding. Absolutely, um, empathy. Empathy is a very important thing for a transport manager, and having empathy with drivers. And I think one of the things that I wanted to comment back when this was originally being advertised as a webinar was actually what what the drive the people want to be understood. Drivers want to be understood what they think is, is that a transport manager needs to have been a driver to fully understand, but actually it's a a key role is having empathy and having empathy with your people and being able to understand what they do. You could have been a passenger in that vehicle and not necessarily driven it if you get to see the challenges they face on a daily basis. So I'm just putting that out there as well. Uh, We've got a poll out at the moment around if you're interested in that mastermind. In the meantime, I'm just going to hang on a minute. There's no questions in the Q and A. Has anyone got any questions? Before I start to wrap this up and let uh, my good panellists, amazing people get back to their day job of making sure that people are safe and well looked after in their roles. So. Has anyone got any QA in the meantime? Please do drop those questions in. Um, otherwise, I'm going to start to wrap the session up. Um, we've had a few interesting polls, just to recap. Um, it's quite clear there's a salary range in, 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 in the role, um, as we spoke about. If you want to increase your worth and increase your salary, we need to look at um, we need to look at your development and you need to develop yourself both from a uh, transport knowledge and legislative point of view, and what's coming up, but also from a managerial point of view too. Um, they're sort of the key learnings. Do you need to have been a, a driver first? Potentially, potentially not, depending on what side of the fence you sit. Yeah. And I don't think we're ever going to answer that question. O- on so. that
3: point, Pete, can I just come in there? Looking at yeah, yeah I agree. We we I know we had this discussion the other day, and we talked about inclusivity. Um, and, and one of the things that hit me, um, looking at the, 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 you know, the, the groups that I get through Transport Manager, 4% of HGV drivers in this country are, are female. So we just excluded almost half the population. If we're saying that a, a Transport Manager has to have the experience of being a HGV driver, the chances are that they won't come from the female half of the population, um, because there's only 4% of, females you know the, the HGV drivers only four percent of females so i think we're not very you know but by saying that the transport manager must have been a HGV driver you're, you're kind of uh, closing the door on some very very good and talented people um you know coming through the the, the ranks uh that don't fit that stereotypical bill you know so that, that's my point on that although they're a very yeah. valid points and as you say it's empathy is the most important thing rather than Uh, Rather than that experience, you're absolutely right. Sorry,
2: sorry. No, I was. I was going to add. It's for me. It's it's another. It's another skill isn't it, on your your CV. Uh, There's nothing wrong, absolutely nothing wrong with having that driver background as a transport manager. And to be honest, there's some really good balance in the chat about the pros and cons. I've just been reading those, some really good points being made. And and so if you've come from a driving background to be a transport manager, what a great skill to have. You immediately have that understanding, whether that be from from basic maintenance to what it's actually like on the road. I, I think that's a really vital skill. But there are lots of other skills as well you know coming through to the industry with with other skills whether that whether they be administrative skills leadership skills or other other knowledge bits they can be just as valuable. So it's about, I think it's about recognizing it. It probably goes back to what I said earlier on about increasing your worth. Try and be honest with yourself about where you're strong and where you're not so strong. If you've come from a driving background, then knowing that driver on the road, knowing what the challenges are, is gonna be really strong. But you might not be strong on other topics such as, I don't know, uh, budgeting or, 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 or keeping up with legislative change or leadership. I think going back, tying that in with what we said earlier on about increasing your worth, really honestly evaluate where you're not strong enough and and go and do that. Uh, if if you've come from a non transport background and you've done transport for a couple of years, you might find that maintenance is your weak area. So you need to go into the you know that's where you need to expand your knowledge in order to develop more. So, I think in my in my view on the bit about coming from a being having a driving background, I think it's just another skill, albeit a very good one. It's just another skill in your on your CV. Uh, and it's more important to recognize where you, where your strengths and weaknesses are and go after the ones where you're not so strong. If you, if you feel like knowing the, what a, the day-to-day challenges of a driver is a, is a is a gap in your knowledge, go and get in the truck, go and do it, go and speak to some drivers, be a bit humble and get on the road for a couple of weeks and and, and fill that gap you know.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely brilliant, James. I, I, absolutely. I totally agree with your feedback there. Yeah, fantastic. Right, I'm um, I'm conscious of uh, uh, the Q and A is is topping up with with questions here, so um, I'm just going to start to answer some of those. So the first one I've accidentally marked it as answered was from Graham about what the lead-in time for registering a three and a half ton van to deliver into the EU is. I'll be honest, I don't know the answer for that, Graham, but I'm more than happy to take it away and email it to you. Um, I've not been involved May. in any of these operators. Do you know, Mike? I believe
3: it's May May, 20, May this year,
0: May 2022. May 2022. I, I, and I believe so there is the, a great what script. What was the, for question? Uh, the The question was how long to register a three and a half ton van to deliver into the EU with the change of legislation for, for vans into the EU right okay
2: yeah I, I was the, the, gonna
0: say, I, I, that's it's a bit I'm, I'm a bit uncertain of that um i'm sure uh james is quite happy to have a look at that by the looks of it i think he looks like yeah it's fine I, I
2: nearly answered but i always have a reservation in, in yeah. answering off the top of my head because yeah. i get it wrong the, the the challenge i think we've got is that um the, the the change takes effect in may uh, and if I remember rightly, and I will go away and clarify for you you, you can 't you, you may not be able to register until the change takes place, so you 've got to be yeah. ready and then when the change takes place you, then you, then you can uh, uh, get 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 your operator license organized but yeah i 'm happy to 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 just clarify
0: perfect um James, uh, you've been asked again what the names of the organizations are that were mentioned by James for development, I, th- I think I heard you mention the RHA, the Road Hall so Association. So I did,
2: I said, I said for, uh, if you want to be a, being a member of one of the trade organizations is a really good way of getting uh, updates into your life, into your inbox, into your in feed, however you take it, and they would be uh, Logistics UK, I would, I would say first although i'll try and remain objective and say of three but i but i would say that logistics uk are particularly good uh road haulage association so the rha uh, and the cilt would be three that i can think of
0: perfect thank you very much james um so i'm just conscious of time because we do need to get people away now um there's a there's a that I think there's probably room for a re- webinar here on the three and a half ton van situation for EU guys. Uh, John Henderson's just put in a, a question on the clarifying the exact circumstances. So, what what say you to us doing a webinar uh, in the next couple of weeks on? on the three and a half time ban, or maybe we'll do a podcast for it and, and release that. Um, I think uh, the other question was around many drives. So Audrey has asked, many drivers have received salary increases and retention bonuses due to shortage in the industry. Should the same increases have been applied to transport managers? <laughs> well, that's uh, again, it's a, it's a debate. Deb- Interesting question. point, huh? Essentially, Essentially, yeah, yeah pay, pay is related to value is what what we've been discussing the whole purpose of this session is pay is related to value and Not f- demand and, and value is of, yeah and value uh, related by demand as well
2: yeah the, the difficult i think it's a really awesome question i think where we have to whilst it's 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 been really interesting for us all to see those salary increases with drivers. I think you've, tried, you've got to try and take a step back a bit and say that's the market doing its work. That was nothing to do with us. That it, and, and arguably, therefore, it doesn't affect salaries of the people around it. The market did that to us by saying that you know that that, that, that particular skill was in high demand, so the, the value of that went up. It's uh, I'm not saying that transport managers shouldn't be worth more but i wouldn't i would take care in using the comparison with a market driven change like that one
0: i think i think that's a very measured response james it was very much so the value value is driven by by worth but it's also driven by supply and demand and when whenever there's a shortage of supply um therefore demand increases um and therefore uh, that can increase challenges um i've got another one here from edward who's asked uh that for an operator license to start your own business uh, do i need to pass a transport manager course edward i say it would be very useful for you to have a good o license awareness so an olat course would be sufficient but you can employ an external transport manager to help support that application um that's sort of as far as depth i'll go into with that but essentially no you don't need to but i would suggest when you're a new operator as a director and not a transport manager, uh, the DVSA invite you onto a new operator seminar. They are also very good. If anyone listening has ever been invited to one, I always recommend that you attend the new operator seminars as well. But an OLAC course uh, is always very useful for directors who are non-transport managers. Um, Joanne has asked about the reversing element for the HDV test is a good idea. And Hope, can we form a group where we meet physical to a particular place for more education? Hope I'm more than happy uh, to consider that. We're based in Peterborough here, uh, which is fairly central. Um, and uh, if there's demand from people to meet locally, we can do, we have a training facility to be able to do that. So just lastly, because uh, I am conscious of time, and we're going to tie it up. Joanne has asked about the HGV reversing element. Was it a good idea? Yes or no? What What are our thoughts on that panellists? I think that's definitely a that's a definitely good idea
3: for a podcast, that one is Pete, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah.
0: Um, well, the, the reversing element—I I, I must uh, say—I yeah. think, in the interest of time, that's probably another whole load of content, great, isn't it? Great a conversation. Point, great
3: discussion. And also, you could include in that the, the, the one of my uh, things—I'm sure James will agree with me on this—is uh, the removal of the necessity to take a trailer test for a B license holder. Um, does that mean to say we're going to have a lot of uh, people with vans towing trailers with people who haven't had have any training, and that worries me? So i think that's a really good point and uh, thank you for it and i'm sure we can get a webinar a, a, a podcast out of that one definitely
0: yeah absolutely absolutely right i'm going to uh, tie up uh, tie up the webinar at this point um James thank you so much for joining us and for your for your measured valued input as always um no I always enjoy seeing your comments in the Facebook group mm-hmm. and I always enjoy having you come on both the podcast and here so thank you very much and I hope that you'll be happy as we do more webinars to come and join us again sure. and share your sure. share your wisdom as well uh Mike Pleasure to have you on. Um, go and train some more transport managers up to be fantastic, mate. Thank you very much. So, uh,
3: we, we got a couple of answers uh, water. Yes, they do have to. Be on. So you can transport a pig for up to twenty-four hours, but they must be offered water at appropriate intervals. So <laughs> discussion, mm-hmm. please, for the next one. What is appropriate water for a pig? There we go.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Perfect brilliant well done mate i would nearly forgotten about that so well done for you Um, Joe, thank you for joining us it's much appreciated. Um, You take care now and we'll speak to you again soon and just finally i've had the poll results come back in we've got a lot of people interested in that mastermind and and many who want some more information too, Uh, so we will be in touch in due course, thank you all very much for joining us. Thank you very much for joining, and we do really appreciate it. Over and out, please do keep an eye out for future
3: webinars coming. Thank you very much, everybody. See you all soon.
0: I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share with your friends and colleagues too. Join us for free on Facebook with the Fleet Geeks community for transport and fleet managers. Fleet Geeks offers ongoing professional development, networking, and mentoring too. So get in touch with me, Pete Rushmer, on any social media platform to find out more.